What's going on, fam? This is K.R. Jones of the Off The Strength Podcast, and I am here to tell you to like, listen, subscribe, and if you're feeling freaky, visit offthestrength.com. That's where you can go and get more information on us. That's where we can link, we can build, we can connect, and let's make this thing work. I'm realizing that there is a ripple effect in my path to success that I have played in other people's lives. There are people whose lives that could have been completely different in trajectory had our paths not crossed. You can pinpoint that to friendships, to business relationships, to actual relationships, you name it. And I had to sit back and I had to hold some attitude for it. That's some powerful recognition. Uh, jealousy hold an enemy's hostage. Eventually the penalty will come and haunt you Hennessy memories leaving me nauseous But the Hennessy makes the melodies awesome So instead of me talking I'm steady jotting and steady plotting I had a game spaghetti toppings You know that Parmesan To have such a presence to be able to not only see The benefits and the rewards that people get From just me being around Second realization was You have to clap for other success Even when it's taken off before y'all And what's meant for them Ain't meant for you Cause what's meant for you ain't meant for them Regardless of how similar your goals might look And I think a lot of times people get caught up in that Niggas already trying to bite styles You break your tooth if you bite down Bitch I go way too hard I've been in this hood dog for way too long man I've been quiet for way too long Been patiently waiting can't wait too long dog I've been broke man for way too long No hot water for way too long You can't knock the hustle it's way too strong What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off The Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I got a gentleman of extraordinary league. KR Jones is in the building. That's right, folks. We are back. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all type, you are now in store for a treat because it's the return of the variety show. That's when we give you our best foot forward. So hopefully you take your best foot forward. You do that two-step, that tango, whatever it is you need to do to make it on through the week with the best goddamn wellness information available. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And Brother Jones come in with open arms and just so much love into the room, my Always, man. Always, man. You know I leave with love. You do. You Every, do. Everywhere I go. It's a very particular brand of love, but it's love nonetheless. Tough love, man. That's all I know. <laughs> Can you from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Let the good listeners know what's been going on with this. You from the streets and the love you've been giving this week, man. Oh, man. It's been a rough week, but I, I have somehow managed to find my way through the madness up to the top. You know, I had a hard reset, Brother Tone, you know? Tell me about it. Sometimes you got to sit back and have a little recalibration, you know, and and lean into the energy and the circumstances that only you can control. Man. You know what I mean? And that's the real talk right there. Other than that, you know, I I did my first lap around Prospect Park because, you know, I'm an all-year rider, so I ride the bike all year round. Shout out to all those riders out there. You are ready. So right before the snow, I snuck in a nice little lap around Prospect Park, dusted some old cats. (laughs) You know how that go, but it it was smooth. It it felt good to be back on the bike, back riding, and, you know, training a client outdoors. All the good stuff, man. Soaking up scenery. I like that, man. I like that. You know, I, too took a couple strolls around the park, but I am not on the bike oh, just yeah. yet, man. No, you a stroller right now. I was strolling, uh-huh. but I did go off the beaten path, Jones. Always. I had to go up into the top of the top, walking through all of the different terrain over there, really testing this ankle out, and I'd be happy to report to you, my man, I'm getting stronger inside here, Brother Jones. As you should. I got to test this unbeaten path because it's going to be the thing that we forge forward and really start to explore coming into this next year, man. I really want to let people know what we got in store for this FBN, my man. Might buy the mall just to show you what I got in store. Come on, these forest bathing Negroes out here. That's what we do. <laughs> and as we cover in here, man, you know I always got to give you the best of the week. I got to give you my shout-outs coming through. So first things first, shout-out to the family. I'm talking about the family, Kyle. You know we reuniting with the brother TB, Elite Troy, and his wife Chantel Brooks on their podcast from the crown down, man. How you feel about that? Oh, you know I'm ready to get my pod on. Uh, I've been polishing a nice little gym to drop on them, you know what I'm saying? So I am ready. 
to get my two-step and tango on on another part because we OPB. We always about other people's pop. There we go. That's what we coming in with. There man. it is. Reunited feels so good on some peaches and herb type tip, man. Can't wait. Also got to shout out Paris of the BK Yoga Club for being featured on a new Nike app. I just saw her pop up today. She was featured in the yoga section on the app, so I had to give her some props on that side. I got a shout out to Deja Riley for being on the Mirror app. And I got to shout out my brother Andre, Andre Cruz, that is, who's going to be pulling up pretty soon. And he is doing all types of fun things on Ladder. Kyle, I was telling you last week that we got people all outside here that are really running what this fitness industry is about. And they've been day one with the off strength constituency, man. I'm happy to see that. Likewise, though, that was when you asked me if I knew people on the app and I shouted myself out. Nah, you were supposed to shout yourself out. Yeah, we yeah, keeping that sure. same energy. Oh, always. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. we do know people in the streets is doing do. the goddamn thing. So shout out all of them. I'm getting a little shout out in now. Yeah, now as you should. Now that I'm here, I'm going to shout out my homie. Yeah, me over at Good Part. This okay. Is, now, this is a Baltimore juicery. As you see, I have the merch on right now. The listeners can't see it. But this is the merch that I have on. So if you in B-more, you got to go to Good Part Co. They are opening their second location on the Johns Hopkins campus. Okay. January 17th. Oh, man. That's that B-more BK out there, brother. Come on, man. Giving uh, that good juice. The juice. The Hugo. In the streets. I like it. That's all I got. All right, cool. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep moving on that side. That's it. You know I like I mean? it, man. They got the juice now, Kyle. You already. And then after that, bro, I want to jump right on into this next part. You got to tell people about what it is that's going down this week on this Ask the Professionals, Brother Jones. So now, Kyle, I had a question come in to me, and I wanted to know about working out when you are stressed out. I want to know what it feels to be stressed out. I really know how it feels to be stressed out, stressed out. When you face to face with your adversity, you understand where I'm coming from, Brother Jones. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean every day on the wake up? Every day on the wake up. Oh, man. Just waking up in the skin that I'm in. You know, that's how it's coming in, bro. So, Kyle, is it a good idea to work out when you're feeling mentally stressed and fatigued? You goddamn right, it's a great workout. Tell me about it. You got to understand that you have to do something with that energy. If you are pent up, if you have animosity built up, if you feel in some type of way, mm-hmm. you got to find your way uh-huh. to the gym. I, I call it a squatting your frustrations. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Pushing past your problems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lifting. Yo, I ain't got nothing else for Perception. that. Perception. There I'm we going go. With that. that is, you know you what I'm talking pressing about. pressing the standards. In other words, you raising the bar. See, now, I see what you, you did. You picked up what I put down. Come on now. But on the real note, I did a study in college where... We found that if you curse when you work out, you can lift more than you typically would without cursing. So next time you go to the gym, let out a couple F-bombs, you know what I'm saying? Make sure it's a safe space before you do that. (laughs) But yes, you should work out when you stress because then it will actually alleviate that stress that you have. I don't know how... But some way I was involved in that study too. So shout out to that dude Dr. that was Spear. running that yeah, Dr. Yeah. Spear on that side. You want to survey the scene <laughs> before sure. you start Make sure there's the- no babies around, no kids, <laughs> no old people. But the exercise in and of itself releases endorphins, which will calm you down by itself, right? So that's another part that came out of that study. And it's also shown that you can channel that stress into something that's productive and not let it boil over and be misdirected upon people who are just trying to help you out. Now, Brother Jones, I want to tell you that it feels like you be directing some of that stress towards your brother over here. You're talking about my ashy hands. Oh, never. (laughs) You, You came. That was your problem. I just put it on high alert that you needed to address it. I appreciate you addressing that, and I appreciate you letting everybody know. And if they needed to know any other parts about this exercise and what the benefits are going to be, where should they go, Brother Joe? Ah, on <laughs> IG at offthestrength underscore and online at offthestrength.com. That's where you can get up with us. That's where you can get all the information. That's where you can ask us a question, and we might just read it. Exactly. And if we do, we'll make sure that we'll keep you plugged in on the 411. Much like we got to keep people informed as we push on through into this next segment. Brother Jones, it is time it is time for that rip from the headlines man keeping up with the theme from the atp question i want to talk about making people feel happier making people feel kinder making their mental health really start to be something that we put as a priority coming into 2022 so i saw an entrepreneur magazine eight natural wellness habits that will help keep you mentally healthy and happy i had to pause i had to give that a quick little read over and i had to put it in the good this week brother jones 
You know, I appreciate that. And I think that if you really get a chance to know yourself, you might need more than eight. But if you need a place <laughs> to start, this sounds like a good place to start. Well, we already kind of covered one in the first part. So they do say that exercise is going to be one of those things that do definitely have positive impact on your overall psychology. But they also go into detail about practices of gratitude, practices of mindfulness specifically, and also finding your group and being socially active, which I think we do all of these things to manage this stress. Brother Jones, how do you feel about this? I couldn't agree more to everything that they're saying. I see one of them, number three, is setting boundaries. Yes. And we shout out to Brother TB, the back pocket Brooks out he here. He always has the stick in the back pocket. Always let you has know. the stick in the back pocket to let you know that you ain't crossing these boundaries, drawing that line in the sand. And I think that is something that we always talk about. And people say they do it, but they don't really be doing it because uh, they ain't consistent. Nah, man, you know they talk a good one, but they don't be doing what they're supposed to, Kyle. I mean, that's just a fact. It's hard to navigate, in particular because the terrain is always changing, Kyle. Now, as we move through, you know I got to warn you about some of the stuff that's coming up ahead. So, I want to stay on the topic of mental health, but now we got to switch over to mental health in the metaverse, Brother Jones. In the what? In the metaverse. <laughs> what you say about my mama? <laughs> I saw an article come across inside the Wall Street Journal about metaverse effects on your mental health. And this is going to be something that is trivial or is it going to be something that we should be troubled about? Now, Khaled, everybody at the top of the year has been talking about these new buzzwords of what's going on with the metaverse, man. What's your thoughts on what's happening right now? I'm currently not in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Plan to keep it that way as long <laughs> as I possibly can. But I see what people are doing. It looks wild. It's, it's the video game world, the virtual reality world all colliding with the real world. I've seen Ralph Lauren has a store yep. in the metaverse and they selling polos. Lamborghini just licensed their a couple of their cars. Snoop has some property that he's building on specific metaverse spaces. So this is something that's very topical and people are investigating, right? For sure. So when you start to look at what is happening, Kyle, we are on the preface of the next version of the internet as we know it being born right now, right? Yep. So if you rewind all the way back to like, let's say we was going back into the 90s and somebody was telling you about dot-com era and you got in at the bottom level, what would you have been doing right now, currently? Yeah, you wouldn't know me. <laughs> I promise you, I would be missing somewhere. And then fast forward to the 2000s when social media became web version, you know, the next one. How did you feel about that if you got in on the ground level right now? Once again, you, you probably still wouldn't know me, and I would just be out here collecting money, counting chickens. I'm mad at, like, you getting your come up and then stopping knowing me, man. I, I was going to talk to you the whole time through this whole situation. I'm seeing theme, and I want to let you know. Well, you said hypothetically <laughs> if I would have got in then, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm saying. But yeah, I want to let you know, hypothetically, you are affecting my mental health coming into this next space because I'm trying to show and tell my brother about where the next generation of this club is, and he keep telling me how he's planning on leaving. Even me actively. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. Nah, oh, man, I'm just, you know, I'm just stating the facts. But uh, other than that, no, nah, have you seen Ready Player One? Yes, I have. That was, I think, an accurate portrayal of what it would look like in the metaverse, even though it was, you know, a video game. But I do appreciate that they had something like a, like a morale. Like there was a good ending. There was someone that was doing good despite being in this virtual world and the evils that are there. So hopefully we have more of that. And that's exactly the kind of conversation that I want to have, right? So the lines are being blurred between this reality and this digital landscape. And inside of that, we don't know necessarily if things like piety, if things like intention, what makes good interaction in the real world are going to transfer over to that. And that's kind of what this is foreshadowing. If you have so much time in a digital atmosphere, which has already been shown to kind of give people increased rates of anxiety, what is more immersion into that environment going to do? So this is why this isn't questionably bad for me, Jones. No, it has to be questionably bad. And I think you hit the hammer on the nail exactly. If, you know, things like social media have already shown to trend for people to have a negative reaction to it, when you go full into complete it. Complete immersion. Uh, complete immersion. I don't know what that's going to look like. It's going to look like an avatar. It's going to look like a lot of the movies that did not do so well. If you don't go find your own truth in America, you will not grow up with the truth. Unless you, your dad gave it to you or your mom gave it to you. I want to see everybody raising the ball quite literally. Did you say raise the ball, Tom? You know I did, man. 
Was that intentional right there? It was a lob, buddy. Come on, you supposed to go right at two hands. Two hands, <laughs> throw that thing down. Two hands for safety, you Come know on. me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Speaking of, man, John Morant, have you seen that young brother out here? Come on now. He got that block with two hands? That was completely <laughs> off topic, but man, that that was nuts. The Point ath- out the bounce, Jones. The athleticism of that young man, you know why? Because he's raising the bar, Tony. Exactly. And that's what I am here to do as we get up out of that ugly. We're going to slide right into our raising the bar segment today. Okay. Now, Brother Tone, for the faithful listeners of the show, you know I often talk about my ritual at the end of the year. You remember what I was talking about? You talking about that letter that you write to yourself. Every year, man, I write a letter to myself at the end of the year. So I went back and read my 2020 letter to myself. I I write it. I take roughly about like the month of January. I stretch it out. And then I only read it at the end of the year or the beginning of the following year. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of let it be, get out all my frustrations, whatever, what I'm hopeful for, all the above. So I say that to say that uh, as I was reading my 2020 letter, I realized that I was high as hell on some faded fruit, <laughs> and uh, which notably is why I switched from writing the letter to typing it so okay. that I could actually read it. Because when I was writing it, you know, it's a damn shame that we was forced to learn cursive and penmanship <laughs> and all this other stuff in school. We don't even write as a society no more. That's the first problem that I had with that. I'm getting off topic. Nah, I, I like you getting off topic there because there was a bunch of nuns that was giving me a lot of smoke for right? writing the cursive. G and, and, and the accents and, and all this other. And the damn thing that I have to do with that what no more. What are we writing right now? We ain't writing nothing. We did all that. Kids don't even learn cursive no more. It's a dead art, right? <laughs> I digress. So as I'm reading this letter, I'm sitting back and I'm just like, damn, I'm really recalling all of 2021. I'm like, yo, that shit went fast. And no stretch of the imagination, as Kyrie Irving once said, that it just went by. It was just like that. So now I have to reflect. And I'm sitting here and I'm just taking this internal appraisal of like, what can I find? The thing that I led into was the gratitude we talked about earlier as a healthy mental way to reset and I just found so much gratitude in the year of 2020 despite what happened and I'm like damn I gotta lean into that again 2021 right despite how I was personally feeling so I'm looking I'm like yo I'm realizing that there is a ripple effect in my path to success that I have played in other people's lives right There are people whose lives that could have been completely different in trajectory had our paths not crossed, Mm. right? And you can pinpoint that to friendships, to business relationships, to actual relationships, like you name it. I I can be drawn back to being a catalyst to things coming together. An agent of change he's talking about. Every single time. And I had to sit back and I had to hold some gratitude for it. Like some powerful recognition to have such a presence to be able to not only see but to see the benefits and rewards that people get from just me being around right that was the first realization second realization was you have to clap for other success even when it's taken off before you own right and what's meant for them ain't meant for you because what's meant for you ain't meant for them, regardless of how similar your goals might look. Oof. And I think a lot of times people get caught up in that, right? There's there's the long game and then there's the short game. And most people are short-minded because we in this microwave time period that we in. But the long game is just that. It's filled with bumps and bruises and other bullshit. And hopefully that you come out victorious on the end for a purpose that's bigger than yourself. If you play in the long game, right? Man. So then I had a third realization. Third realization is that it's okay to be frustrated. Much like how you stated before, it's a great place to start, man. It's a terrible place to stay. Mm. You can't stay frustration. Frustration only comes when your expectations aren't met. I didn't get this outcome is usually the through line to where frustration can start at. It's because you didn't get the outcome that you didn't want. Once you identify this frustration, you then have the goddamn obligation to put new energy into a circumstance that only you can can control. Mm. Because if you can't control it, then that's your problem, right? So now you got to figure out, is it outreach? Is it planning? Is it starting over? Is it destroying, rebuilding, as I often said? Is it creating space for something else that you might need that you didn't even know you needed? Damn. Whatever the case may be, only you can get yourself to that next level. Now, 
those were my three realizations based upon me just reading my letter to myself about 2020, right? And then I had to then write what I did in 2021, which I personally felt like wasn't shit. But then I was like, you know what? Actually, it kind of was. My mindset, my value, the way that I think, the way that I approach things, where I invest my time, energy, money is completely different than when it was a year ago or two years ago. So I had to be thankful for that. Now, am I sitting on the M's and the Mills and, I, and do I got the Roly and all that that I, I think I deserve? Of course I don't. But in true value, I, I know where I'm at and I know where I'm going because I'm playing that long game. Brother Tone. Yes, sir. After I just laid all that out, I got to come to you. I got to come in hot. What is your personal reflection strategy? Being as though that we are here in the top of the year and, and people do need, you know, something that, to help them get their best foot forward, you know, so they can do their two-step, their tango, whatever it is they need to do to get where they need to go. Yeah, man. What you got? Brother Jones, first of all, you just took us to the sermon again, man. Oh, I, that's what I'm here for. I appreciate the whole pathway through which you break down how you approach the situation i gotta say it's commendable man now for myself i have been doing a lot of work with the artist way so i've been practicing daily journal habit as a path of reflection i've been practicing a lot of walking and trying to really just meditate and reflect in motion about things that didn't go right what was the opportunity that i had inside there what was the thing that i could have done differently what area could i have really improved upon for myself not necessarily looking at it from a lens of judgment but looking at it for that lens and eye opportunity for growth in addition to that i say that you know you're joking around earlier but i truly do believe that i am the amalgamation of all of my friends and the people that are in my true cohort in that one of the best things for me to be in the moment of gratitude for is to reflect everybody that influences me in that space and brother jones you are one of those people that is my closest contemporary person that i truly do collaborate with the highest level of frequency so i see these things and i emulate that even if it is not necessarily looking exactly the way that you do it i, I find a way to tailor and put some tone sauce on it you understand what, what i mean would jones do what would jones do and then i try i probably take it to like 85 i can't go to that last quarter never go for jones that <laughs> no. is exclusively for me and me only and that's what i want to champion you for in this direction because you know when you put your full self into your reflection into your art that you create, into the people that you do make those ripple effects for, your presence is undeniable and your impact, even if it's not getting the effort that you think it needs to get right now, you can't say it's not heard, brother. So I want to champion you in that direction. And because I am also living in my friend's reflection, I remember back a couple episodes, two in a row to be specific, you took your spin on a rip from the headlines and now Kyle I gotta hijack this segment for a second oh you about to raise the ball cause I gotta raise the ball right now and I gotta bring it right back in there and it comes in on the same kind of sentiment brother Jones so I wanna take in and synthesize as much inspiration from everybody that's around me and try to turn that into the work that I will do that is true for me right so I'm focusing on trying to be an instrument for my work instead of being an author for my work, Kyle. Mm. Now, when you start to think about it through that way, as the instrument, you have to be willing to at least start your work and continue to make your efforts in the absence of light, often when you're getting in towards your direction of mastery. I had this time to sit back and reflect and think about all the things. It was like, you know, used to be previously, I would have issues where I'm not getting recognition for doing this thing that I thought was great. We talked about many different examples on the show. Or I'm trying something brand new for the first time and I'm dropping a ball here. I did this and I did that. And it can get you into that negative cycle. But realistically, when you think about that ripple effect, when you think about what you learn from all of those mishaps and everything else, collectively, anything that I'm doing today is the best in class of all of those experiences. So I got to ask you, Brother Jones, after you had this reflection and after you had this time to synthesize all this information, what are you willing to continue to do in the absence of that light so that when you do get your glory, you're doing the best in class of everything? That's heavy right there. Come on now. And I appreciate you in this Raising the Bar segment. But before I even get into that, we're not going to slide past you dropping amalgamation twice. Two times. 
That's the word of the day. <laughs> you remember like Pee Wee Herman, all that shit? You gotta go crazy when you drop the word. <laughs> well aware. I, I see. You, I was like, where he just gonna throw that out there twice? Ah, Come on, just throw we, it on the we, table. We step I, the game up. I, I remember when it was thrown on us. Yes. And how we and felt. And now I synthesize that. <laughs> that's a full, full circle moment right there. That's that, that's what I wanted to recognize first and foremost. Secondly, putting the pressure on croissant right now. <laughs> We ain't gonna talk about that croissant right now. All right, <laughs> we gonna we gonna slide past that. But what I do want to get back to is I, I appreciate you, brother, in this raising the bar segment, and, and always for seeing me the way that you do. To get into exactly the instrument and the author, man, that was powerful right there. Just because I feel like I'm taking that the idea of being an instrument. We think of it as musical, but instruments are like tools for surgery. There, yeah, it's it's pretty much. Something that sits there and is waiting to be used by someone else for mm-hmm. for better, for worse, whatever the case may be. So it's like it's a vessel. And I've always felt as though that that was the conclusion that I had to come to of I am just a vessel for other people. If you can find success in the path that I'm going to find my own success... And that's just what it needs to be. I can't sit here and be mad that you got more popping than I did or you got these followers or you got this deal and you got that like fam. That's not what I was striving for. If it was, then I would have had it already. And because it's not, then I, I can't be mad at an outcome that I didn't try to overcome. You know what I mean? Adjusting that expectation. Like I just can't be. Yeah. So I, I think... If more people can take that time to sit back and realize that, like, yeah, you can be the main character in a story, but you could also just be a part of a story. You know, you could be a part of a larger story instead of this one that is so focused on you and you being the focal point, you know? So I appreciate that, man. And if I if I were to say, what could I do in the absence of light? I've been doing it, man. That's not something that has to change. Honestly, I, I think that... I can sit back and, and look at folks and, and, and people see me and it's like, yo, this is my everyday. This is what I wake up and do. I'm not doing this because I'm getting paid to do it. I don't dress the way I dress because someone is paying me for this. Like, this is how I feel. This is how I woke up. This is how I choose to express myself. And I'm going to do this till the day I can't, you know? So you're saying you're doing it off the strength? Off the strength, God damn it. Boom. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's it, man. After that, man, all we can really do is, you know, think about how we can relax responsibly because there's a lot of energy in the room now. So we got to we got to bring the energy down to a simmer. Just just a little bit. So, brother, man, tell me how you've been relaxing responsibly this week, man. Well, first and foremost, I got to shout out to El Boogie, Lawrence Santiago for a birthday. You know, the uh, events that took place. I'm not going to go into the specifics that happened on that. Oh, day. really? But I will say happy birthday to her and all the friends that was outside on there. That was one chapter. In the relaxation, you know. Happy birthday to her and Natasha. Happy birthday to her and Natasha as well. You know, hopefully they all are doing well wherever they may be. But Kyle, I got a chance to relax responsibly this week. My man, I went out and got a tens unit. Now I know you know what I'm talking about. You said you went and got what? A tens unit. A tens unit. Yes, my friend. Now you got to break that down. Come on, man. You know the electromagnetic stimulation. Ah, I was. That's not where I was. This is what I'm in. I was somewhere else with it. Okay. I am going high tech on this recovery, Kyle. All right. I'm going back into the bag for all the stuff that we learned in school and I'm making myself patient zero, Kyle. And I'm telling you right now, by the summertime... You bought your own. I got a The personal in the crib. This is what I'm trying to tell oh, you. you out here playing with fire. I'm about to come <laughs> back on the field. <laughs> it's a whole different game, I'm going to get you some breakaway pants. You know, that's what I'm saying. I want to be in now. Your starting lineup from... <laughs> like, 6-1 now with the throw-eye <laughs> guard. We've got... That's exactly what I'm trying to come Tony! up with. <laughs> you have to hit the SAP button at the end of that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> On some seriousness, you know, I've been rolling up and rolling out, and I'm trying to take all of my information that I have from college and really put that into my recovery strategy going forward. I'm getting all kind of green lights from the doctors because I know what to do to supplement whatever they're doing, and I'm relaxing as responsibly as I can with all the fit tech that I can bring into the situation. Sounds like a good time, man. You still got any them can of patches left? You know I do. My man, I might, Never need, low to, on I that. might need to get one of those up off of you. I mean, just just for, uh, you know, uh, research purposes. Listen, man, if I studied high, I got high on the test. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get high grades. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, That's the whole thing. Heard. So uh, I was relaxing responsibly this week by coming back to the teaching streets, brother. Okay. Again, I never really left BK Yoga Club, but what happened was, you know, a man got busy. So I couldn't teach the class that I was teaching. So I will be back Monday nights at 6 p.m. Okay. Beep. 
at Brooklyn Yoga Club. So My I, man. I would go out, put that information up on the page, all the above. Starting on the 17th. 17th is going to be the day that I'll be back teaching. Uh, I'm actually going to be teaching tonight, which, you know, the listeners ain't going to hear about that because I ain't promoting it. So it's only for the people that really show up. So much love to them. But uh, I'll be clubbing at 715 tonight. Got the playlist. It's going to get you where you need to be. Elevated. Elevated. So I see I, I'm just happy to be back in that teaching environment because, again, much like being that instrument, I realize that I am that vessel. And if a lot of people want to practice yoga the way that I practice yoga, I got to be the one to teach it. Hey, man, I can't wait to get into that class. Now, I need a couple of modifications, you know. I don't want you to come in leading with love after I got all this injury that I'm trying to work through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You be on your bullshit sometimes. Never. I just gotta let, you know, no, with me, you do. With me. Sometimes. <laughs> Yo, you Tony, know. you want to go, go full headstand tonight, player? What yeah, you trying to do? Yeah, <laughs> man. Let's do it, you know? <laughs> he was like, fuck around and levitate. Levitate, let's levitate, levitate, Tony. Let's put the leg over the neck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, that's, let's open the chakra this up is, I'm just, bit. I'm just getting back in. I want the gradual progression. This is what I'm trying to tell you. I knew he was going to come in with the bullshit. <laughs> Just trying to get you to, to be the best you, man. That's I, all. You know, and, and I'm hopeful that I can get there one day. <laughs> but my progression is going to have to be slow and steady, my man. <laughs> slow and steady wins the race, man. Why would I ever have to cop a chain again when the QB chain birth moves the chains in the game? No post office, we stand for time. Took the slice out of the big apple, made apple pies, family size. Run me the keys, run me the bees, run me that float back. The top three, I'm not number one. How could you post that? Live and direct from the block of the rock, Kyle. That's right. We are back here at Newsstand Studios. How you feeling today, my brother? I'm coming off of a good, a good week. Talk to me about this week, my friend. Got a visit from my cousin. You know, he got that cousin who's like the brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he came in town, kicked it with him for a little bit. I got a visit from my boy case who moved out to cali shout out to case my roommate from college so he came in got to kick it with him and i was on that bike there's only but a few of the rarefied air that can do this there's real bikers delivery dudes and then it's me there's a chill that you have to have that gets into your bones in new york city that comes along with this ride yeah it does through me it shakes you right to the soul. I understand that. On two wheels. But what does it do for you when you get a chance to get that, in that ride, my man? Oh, man, that's freedom right there. We always talk about that. To be able to run the lights is the best way to get around town. I don't have to wait for nobody else. And this time of the year, because it's less bikers out, you know, in the summer, that's when it gets densely populated with all the, oh, my God, I want to ride this bike that's been sitting in my house for five years. No, keep it there and sell it because you don't ride it. Stay off the streets. So uh, the moral of the story is, you know, riding with less dense streets is a good thing for you, apparently. I appreciate that, Kyle. Thank you for giving us your breakdown for the week. And Anytime. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to keep it in that positive lane that you left us off in. And I had a pretty good week, too, my man. You know, I had a chance to check out some friends doing some amazing stuff. And Kyle, you know that's always going to be the source of pure inspiration for me, my man. Well, tell me more. Well, you know I got a chance to check out the Human Inside Art Gallery, Kyle, and you got a chance to come along with me on that side. You know, my man Michael Conroy over here, you had a chance to check out some of his art. What do you think about that, Kyle? I got a chance to be in the building for sure, and it was very thought-provoking. Yeah. It wasn't that large of a space, uh-huh. but it was a lot going on. If, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Hell yeah, man. You know, so your eyes were constantly going from the left to the right, up and down, just trying to figure out the the science, if you will. You know, and as I sip my nice wine, as I did all of that to the soundtracks, David Bowie. There was some pressure. Pushing down on me, pushing down on you. Under pressure. That's what was going on inside there, man. You you can stay pushing over there, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I got to shout out to homie Mikael that pulled up over there, too. You know, that's the bike life, homie, and also the fellow documentarian, because I got a chance to kick it with him a little earlier that day. Grabbed some coffee with him. He talked to me about his documentary that... He actually got a chance to go on and do. Now, I don't know if everybody remembers that my documentary was cut abruptly to a halt. A screeching halt. Yeah, right over the summer. I was doing so good right up until the point where the van, like, interjected in the scene. That was not what I accounted for. But nonetheless, I'm happy that the storytellers in this atmosphere are still going forward. And I'm happy to be a part of that. So I was happy to see that, brother, man. And Kyle, I got to shout out some of what's been going on in these Atlanta streets of fitness my friend hot lana hot lana atl atl don't disrespect it i'm talking about have you seen what they have been doing in these atlanta group 
fitness exercise classes, Kyle. I mean, I've seen a few, and I've seen the stuff that you sent me. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about one of those videos? Or? So we're going to shout out to EJ Houston. Stand down, EJ. That's the one that I'm going to focus on for today. <laughs> shout out to his brother for doing all types of amazing things. I want to say he's doing God's work down there, Kyle. I really want to put that God's on. Plan. It, it was God's plan. The things that he's doing is truly divine, I feel like, on the step, and I got to salute this man. Okay. So that's how my week has been going, and that's my shout out for this time, brother. How you feeling today? You got anybody you got to shout out? Once again, I'm going to shout out KR Jones because <laughs> I feel like he is that guy. You yes. know, he's the one. Okay. If you need him, hit him up. Tell people how to hit this brother up. Oh, you don't say, man. If you visit Instagram at krjones underscore, or if you go to off the strength underscore, you can get in with either one of us. We're going to move right along. You know what time it is. It's time to get into some of this ATP. And my brother, the first thing that I have to do and ask the professionals this week, I have to go back and Kyle, I have to give you a topic that i had to say seeing is believing now kyle i believe you are a believer out here do you understand what i mean when i say that word and that phrase just like that i mean if we're talking about the hood slang i believe you are a believer yeah yeah i only (laughs) believe it until i see it until it's in my hands so you are a fan of one justin bieber is what you're saying i got my peaches out in georgia I do feel like somewhere that you could really I'm gonna let be you a get fan. this off, but just know that don't ever disrespect me like that ever again. So, All right, so we go, we go let that slide. That, that was your warning. Don't let it happen again. So, Kyle, I have been going back to the gym, right? And I have been seeing a lot of different things going on inside the gym. And sometimes, my friend, I'm afraid that some people are putting a little too much sauce in how they're showing up to the gym. See, when I had no money, I still had sauce. Mm-hmm. See, if you don't got no sauce, then we, you're lost. Mm-hmm. But you also get lost in the sauce. You can get lo- How you get lost in the sauce? So to ask the professional question this week is going to be based on Justin Bieber over here as he is leaving a gym that shall not be named. But look at how this man is exiting the gym. Kyle, if you will, give me a little bit of play-by-play breakdown of what you're seeing over here. And you tell me, how much sauce is too much sauce when you go into the gym, brother? All right, we starting from the top, or we going from the bottom? Start from the top. <laughs> from the top. He has a, it looks like a supreme sleeve. Yes, he does. A supreme armband. Now, that's a shooting sleeve. Yes. That was made for uh, basketball players. J.R. Smith, in particular. Allen Iverson made it famous with the shooting sleeve. That one is J.R. J.R. Smith made that famous because he got it tattooed on his leg, <laughs> which was... I'm going to leave that alone. But nonetheless, yeah, this is not a good gym fit. He's got the Yeezys on, the Red Octobers, the dangling. I don't even know what that is, dangling. I, I want to say, is that his headphones? Those are his drawstrings for his shorts. Those are his shorts. Then he's he's lost. He's lost, he's in, lost the in the sauce. Overdose of sauce. No meat, just sauce. Can you be born with sauce or do you or do you acquire no, sauce? No, you can't be born with you, sauce. You, you, How you going to be born with seasoning? You got to get seasoned. I'm going to born without the sauce. This is apparently too much sauce. Uh-huh. How would when you know? You getting into this Lamborghini here. His string is hanging out the Lambo. I don't care what his string is doing. The man's got enough money to push this Lamborghini. Right? His string can do whatever he wants. You know, that, that's too much sauce for some. For me, I wouldn't do it. I hope he slips and falls on that string, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Well, how would the layperson know if there was too much sauce on the outfit, Kyle? You got too much sauce on your outfit. A sign would be if you're getting questionable looks in the gym. <laughs> if you walk in and people are looking at you and you don't usually draw that type of attention, mm-hmm. that's the first mistake that your outfit got too much sauce. Okay. Second mistake is if you're getting overly complimented on your outfit, that means we would never wear that. <laughs> But we glad that somebody looks did. good on you. So that's that's the second one. And the third would probably be if you're showing too much skin or you got something that's dangling or <laughs> hanging down too much, you probably got too much sauce in your gym outfit. Kyle, I appreciate you for informing these people as the professional that you are, my friend. That's what I'm here for. Sometimes I think that the people in this institution and in the White House 
are really losing contact and not knowing what's going on with the American people. In case you don't know. Brother Jones, this has been a topic that we have talked about previously on this show. We've talked about people who had sad abs. Kyle, you remember that? Of course. That is the fitness folks that weren't necessarily feeling too happy about what they're doing. I mean, the professionals who are endowed with being in this industry to a high level are not always the happiest of folks. You remember that, right, Kyle? I definitely do. We sat down with the good brother Todd. Yeah, and Todd broke that whole situation down. So, Kyle, when I saw this week that a national survey is going out to explore the mental health and fitness of the workforce in the wellness sector, I had to put this in the good this week, my brother, because for the longest time, I've been trying to say that my fifth folks were some of my folks that needed the most help. So I'm happy to see that at least the beginnings of investigations as to see how we can make them a little bit more mentally stable and make them hopefully financially stable in that direction. I'm happy to see these things are happening. What do you feel about this, my brother? It's about damn time. <laughs> I see why you put that in the good because it's good. that was never a thing. So I'm happy that that's happening. I feel bad for the sad ab folks who, yeah. who might be fit, but going through it and losing their shit simultaneously at the same time. So I'm happy that somebody's taking a deeper investigation into the psyche of the wellness profession. Yeah, man, when you are responsible for other people's health, it should be the bare minimum that you can maintain your own health. I don't think that's too crazy of a task. You know, it seems like with everything that's going on in this industry, that could be the minimum of what we could deliver, my man. And moving from that, I got to look into something that's a little questionable. Now, Kyle, I saw in Fit Tech this week that Nordic Track launched voice control dumbbells that work with Amazon Alexa. Now, just off the top of that, how do you feel about hearing this part? That's the nastiest thing I heard in a long time. See? Now, here we go. You know there's always going to be something that comes with the connected fitness devices, Kyle. I got to go through this. So, you know how the selectorized dumbbells used to be inside the house where you could dial up the weights and you could just say, okay, I want 50 or 100 pounds of, of course, resistance. Of course, and they would just change. In a, they were interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. So, it's that. It's just the remix to the updated version of, of that. Of course. Yes, and it works directly with Alexa. So now, why do you feel like this is a bad thing? I feel like this is a bad thing. For one, again, you can be too connected. Like, mm -hmm. that is a problem that a lot of people don't realize. Like, everything that I have at home is nice. It's a luxury to have, but there's a line that you have to draw and then when i'm thinking about alexa controlling my weight i don't even know what that means does that mean it's going to fluctuate from the 20 to 30 like voice control so if you are in the middle of a class let's say and you want to go from a light set to a heavy set you could say it and then you know with a certain amount of refractory time you'll be able to pick up that light set go right into the heavy set so you'll be right inside the class baby you know you're getting the sweat going you're grooving you're doing all the fun stuff kyle why is it bad again <laughs> i'm gonna say the no because fitness is still one of those spaces where I feel it's the last interpersonal relationship you can have. And now that working out from home has taken its toll that it has, I get it. It sounds good, but I don't have an Alexa in my home because I don't want her listening to my conversations. Yeah, there'd be a lot of fed time on that side, man. You know? For sure. And there's not really a lot of discretion as to what it does versus it doesn't listen to. So I can understand why that's going to land in the questionable this week, my man. And you know, Kyle... After we're talking about questionable equipment choices and things like that. Now, I sent you the ugly earlier this week because I thought it was one of the most hysterical stories that I saw coming out of Vice. Kyle, do you remember the story that I'm talking about? No, nah, man, lay it on me. Kyle, we have talked in our relaxed, responsibly conversations previously about percussion-based massage equipment. We have had this conversation, right? We have indeed. Okay, so now Vice Magazine is saying that it's time to admit that one of the most famous percussion-based massage pieces of equipment really just glorified sex toy. <laughs> and apparently people have been going out of control, Kyle, and taking over the Theragun and putting in their own molds and different types of attachments to this piece of instrumentation that is used for massage therapy. And they're doing all types of different things with this, Kyle. Know, that's right. Can you imagine <laughs> how far this has gone? <laughs> Yeah, no, this this all sounds bad. Again, just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's always going to be what I lead with. It's a percussion gun that is meant for massaging out deep tissue yeah. that's stuck and clotted in the muscle. Uh-huh. Not what these other people are using it for. They definitely want deep tissue work as well, Kyle, but it's a slightly different thing, you know? And this is why... 
We're going to have to close this up. I'm good. Let's stay here for one second. Let's just hit me up. So you know I'm well-versed in friends, and shout out to Penda, the pro-ho. Yes, shout out to Penda. She works heavily in that sector, and she went to Vegas, and there was a whole tech conference on everything that you're speaking of. Yes. Of such devices, if you will. I'm talking specifically about the Theragun. I'm talking about <laughs> those type of devices, right? So there was a, a patch uh-huh. that you could put in your undercarriage Okay. that would stop you from finishing early. <laughs> it's a different level of health. <laughs> right? It was proven. It was non-surgical, nothing. You can you put this patch right in your undercarriage, stick it under there like gum under the table, and <laughs> from there, you were then the king of the jungle. <laughs> Brother Tone. Technology is gone. <laughs> Leaves and bounce. <laughs> for a lot of different folks yeah. you know so that's that that was the interesting thing that i saw i was like word this <laughs> <That> was, was... <laughs> so you're doing field research out here you're going to do field gonna... research <laughs> all right uh, not on the gun, <laughs> but oh uh, the research more will be developed coming into this line of <laughs> stories coming out of this week's we're from the headlines apparently <laughs> just had to leave that tab bit so we're gonna slide out of that right there <laughs> And we're going to slide into... Yeah, that's exactly what they were doing with that Theragun. We're going to slide into <laughs> raising the bar this week. No Theragun included. You got to, you know, accessories sold separately. Right? Boy, we're prohibited. <laughs> so raising the bar this week, man. I want to talk about a lot of different things. Uh, amalgamation of my week, if you will. Okay, I like it. I'm going to break it down, spoon feed it to you. I'm going to start off with this one word before we go any further. That word is friendship, Tone. When I say friendship, how would you define someone being your friend or friendship as a whole? Family that I got to choose. That's how I identify friends today. All right. And friendship would mean everything that family means to me. Understood. So I'm going to start this off by saying it was that Friday, I want to say, I'm having my yoga session. So I've been bartering with a friend of mine, right? I have grown to call this person my friend. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm bartering private yoga sessions and he's a tattoo artist. So we're exchanging in that way. So he's tattooing up my leg. I'm building up his leg sleeve and I'm giving him private yoga sessions. At the end of this session, he's like, yo, you got time to kick it for a little bit? It's like, hell yeah. He made me a nice little espresso. He pulled the bong out. You can get a couple bong rips. That opens up the day. And the day is open <laughs> at that point, right? So we, we hit the bong and we get into this conversation about art and life, mm-hmm. right? And he starts to pull out all of the different like art that he has. And I realized in that moment, like we're really friends. Like I, I forgot because sometimes when you have that business relationship, it's almost like like, yo, we're business partners. That's it. Uh, I might see you on the weekend, but like, I ain't really kicking it with you. Yeah. Right. Fast forward to Saturday, the following day, I'm kicking it with another one of my homegirls. Hit her up. Yo, what you doing? She was like, yo, I'm listening to vinyls. I got a spin on Sunday. I'm just trying to see what I'm doing. I'm like, yo, I got these vinyls that I haven't heard yet that I purchased. Mind if I pull up? She was like, bet. I pull up and two of her other friends come there and we just had this moment. Uh, we played Uno. We drank wine. The weed was out. We listening to music and it was just like, yo, these are like friends. We get to talking and one of the guys there was like, I attended a Harvard talk and the Harvard talk was for the Black Lives Matter movement. At the end of the presentation, the presenters opened up the floor for questions and there was uh, a woman there and she was like well you always talk about we don't have any black friends and black friends what does it mean to have a black friend and she was like well have you ever cooked for somebody have you ever invited someone into your home if you haven't done those two things they're probably not your friend because a friendship is an intimate connection of course there's different levels of friends but the ones that you pull close like you said if it's friends that i got to choose as family that just resonated with me i was like yo we throw the word friend around a lot we're friends online like we're friends on instagram friends on facebook but like in real life have you been in my home when you peel back that layer and realize how intimate of a thing friendship can be it just kind of shocked me a little bit and it really made me reevaluate my circle of like oh these are my friends and these people that are outside of that circle not to say that they aren't my friends but we just have a different layer of communication so to speak so when i lay all that out brother tone Talk to me. What's your immediate thoughts? Well, one, thank you for the invite to all these friendship gatherings. There we go. <laughs> I know what circle I'm now in. 
You're a friend <laughs> through proxy of these. <laughs> yeah, you are a friend yeah. of mine. But uh, all sincerity. <laughs> I think is something that has to change with you as you mature through time. When you are young, you could be friends with somebody just because you did the same thing. Yo, you like Lego trucks? I like Lego trucks. We should be friends. And then sometimes later on in life, you get paired with people to be like, oh, this guy likes football. He likes football. You guys should be friends. It's like, wait a minute. Hold on. There's probably a couple of different layers of what it actually means to build a relationship, to be responsible to, you know, the betterment of this person and what they may have to talk to you about to confide in you with and you know really try to last the test of time that's really what i cherish is that so i will tell you that there's probably a lot of people who identify me as a friend but i don't know if i necessarily would say that that's true in the inverse you can be friendly i could be friendly i'm a friendly person and i'm committed to being friendly but i have very few friends i have a lot of acquaintances but the sincerity that i have around that word means that i have to guard that word as much as i can so i do have very few of what i would call actual friends i couldn't agree more and Going back to my friend who I've been bartering with, I realized how much of a symbiotic relationship it was, right? Yeah. And we were mutually connected through art because when I'm looking at a yoga session, like, and I'm pretty much unlocking this person's body, like, that's art. There's movement. Like, your your body tells a story. Your body can tell you, you know, oh, from injury, from scars, from movement. Like, you can, I can look at somebody's walk in their gait and be like oh his right hip is tight yeah you know what i mean like that's the type of lens that you have when you're in this wellness game so i don't have to know you to see what you look like mobility wise but when i I think about this relationship between the tattoo artist and myself he's constantly sitting for Mm -hmm. hours at a time still so the thing that he needs the most is not only the mobility but then also the freedom of the mind to continue to create when you get more imagination it makes you want to go deeper in so you can get more and see beautiful things. And when you explore, you get more imagination. When you're a tattoo artist, you're creating on so many different surfaces because you have the skin as a medium, but then you also have your actual other means of modalities whether it's pen paper however you draw it out digitally but it's so many different things and when i was training him he was like yo my mind feels so much better and then my shoulders are unlocked too i was like see that's the beauty in it you know but nonetheless really made me reevaluate my uh friendship because it was a rough week outside of you know kicking it with the friends like that was friday and saturday that monday through thursday was crazy in the dojo finding the work applying for jobs uh, all the things you Mm -hmm. know and it made me realize how important my friendships were Mm -hmm. because i had that to fall back onto and to rely on and you know the good brother mike flow shout out to mike flow mike flow always dropping the deep science out here on individuals he had posted something the other day talking about in shamanic societies when people were complaining of being disheartened dispirited and depressed what the shaman would ask that person so the shaman would ask when did you stop dancing when did you stop singing when did you stop being enchanted by stories and when did you stop finding comfort in the sweet territory of silence Mm. and i was like damn most some real ass questions and i find myself dancing in the mirror all the time when there's a funky groove on that's just kind of how i give it up in the crib i'm always singing rapping you i hit high notes on the pod all the time and i feel like storytelling is not only a way to feel better when you have some shit on your chest, but then also to learn from other people. And you realize, yo, I'm not the only one going through this. Like, there's other people that feel the way that I feel, you know? And then being able to sit in that silence, of course, is the real gift. Because if you can't sit with yourself in your mind, in your own thoughts, I don't know what to tell you. Well, you end up getting arrested in your development often. You know, there's a lot of people that you could see if you trace back to what that incident of that trauma was that made you stop sitting in your thoughts that's kind of where you stop progressing in a lot of different ways you know so i i only know that because i've lived through that man and i can totally understand the value of that sacred silence that you're talking about look man dancing singing storytelling and silence Uh uh-huh will get you about whatever you need to get up out of okay that's it for my raising the boss segment brother how you feel about it 
I like where you're taking the people, man. You're giving them some of the good tools that they need to advance past the sticking points in life, Kyle. I appreciate that. That's what I'm here for. I, I'm trying to give you the game. I lay it out so you can play it out. Now, I have some questions to follow up okay. in particular. Now, All you right. were talking about you dancing in the mirror from time to time. For sure. And I have to follow up with some questions about the Sleepy Jones ad that I'm seeing coming outside oh, here. Oh, what's the word? Holla So, when you are dancing in the mirror, mm-hmm. are you, in fact, wearing your constellation pjs that you had on that video that you put out there sometimes okay i, I also just, have a nice stripe set as the people saw i, I did see the stripe set as you well know, so I, I frequent between the two between the two pairs of sleepy joan pajamas yes sir interesting interesting indeed now i want to understand if i had to alert the authorities about a man dancing in star-studded pajamas quite literally who is the proper channel to go through first? That's something I couldn't figure out for you. You would have to figure that out on your own. It sounds like you're hating, brother. I'm, I'm going to make sure. I don't, I don't know what type of sleepwear you have, but because my sleepwear is elevated. It's elite. It's elite. Uh-huh. You know, go go look at the prices. You know what I'm saying? Go look at that PJ Constellation set. It's going to set you back a couple shillings. So what you're saying is you're relaxed and responsible in style. Oh, you're goddamn right I'm relaxed and responsible. Let the people know how you're relaxing over here, man. I'm always diving into documentaries these days i feel like once i hit 30 I, I no longer watch you know mindless tv i just go straight to documentary <laughs> not that is. documentaries are all fact but it's just like let me learn something and not just kind of be a potato on this couch i feel you it makes you feel like you're learning but you can still be very much out on the couch <laughs> exactly you can still be on the couch but now i feel like i'm taking in something i got into the andre leon tally documentary on hbo max so rest in peace to him i don't even know what title to give him per se just because he did so many different things and if you aren't familiar with him you should definitely check out that documentary but one thing that really stuck out to me was just his knowledge of craft you take away the way he looked the way he dressed the way he sounded all of that his knowledge of the stuff that he cared about that being, you know, the fashion houses and Vogue and the history of things stood out the most. Anna Wintour, the, the all of the Vogue people, it was like, yo, he he taught me some stuff. And it's just like, I see that type of drive in a Kobe, in a Jordan, any athlete that literally went past whatever was required and did even more off the strength because they loved it. And I feel like that is really what I pulled from that documentary. A lot of other things, too, because he was really, truly just a pioneer, but that was how I was relaxing responsibly. Finding inspiration in that doc. It's fun to find that level of inspiration, that level of mastery in the people that we celebrate every day. You know, the ones that are the exceptions to the rules. But if you look hard enough, I really do think you can find that in everyday people too, man. So I went out to the spy Lunatico in the style. You know the space, right? Nope. So it's a live music, like little eatery in bed style, right? Oh, I know what you're talking about. You said, well, yeah, 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 yeah. was check, hanging out over there. And the bartender behind the counter had that same level of mastery for, for everything making drinks, he was talking right? about. Yeah. yeah. Where it's kind of like, I got a lesson in how many different types of agave based drinks that are not tequila and mezcal that, that lives out here that I had no idea. Half the stuff that I was calling wasn't what it actually was calling. Like, this guy was the Bill Nye of cocktails over here. I'm trying to tell you. Bill! I, I felt like I was like, what, what are you, where are you taking me right now? <laughs> like, where are we going? Like, if there was a, I don't know what a sommelier is just for cocktails, but I promise you the history of spirits this guy was giving me for every single selection that was behind the counter and then talk about turn around, look at the label, look at what that says, look at how they made it. This is handmade here, there, whatever. It's fascinating to see somebody be a master in whatever it is. Yeah. Because I really do think you're tapping into the keys of life that, really give you purpose and give you a direction that you need to be going into. I want to be that obsessed about whatever I'm doing in life. Because if I'm that obsessed about it, I have to be having a good time. Everything else is just... Supplementary. It's noise yeah. at the end of the day. And, you know, hopefully you can get... If you can live that passionately about something that you get to feed your family with, man, that's something that I always want to do. So I had to shout out everybody that was over there. Shout out to the homie Brian behind the bar. Because he gave me some damn lessons in that. See, I was in my hood and ain't hit me is what I'm hearing from this whole story. Because I got some follow-up questions for you, Tone. So when we talked about the circle of friends. <laughs> oh, oh, word. Now we're talking about the circle of friends because you was in my backyard. Because that's literally... I was not a part of that first story. It's about, uh, about four blocks away from where I live. So I see where our friendship stands. I felt a disturbance. 
when you had your gathering. So I had a retaliatory gathering. Uh-huh. <laughs> Understood. So we're going to just ask you now, what are you hoping for, brother I'm Tom? hopeful that we could go out and mend this friendship. <laughs> Ain't no coming back. You called me a Justin Bieber fan. <laughs> a believer. Uh, yeah, you called me a believer. Uh, that's already... A believer. <laughs> you had to be that. You said it three times, and I'm still not acknowledging it, so you're still going. Then you went out. Four blocks from the crib and was getting drinks from the the, the sommelier of cocktails and didn't think, yo, I should hit my guy because this cocktail is so good. Understood. So I'm hopeful that we can <laughs> move forward and find a day that we too can share said cocktail. <laughs> Shout out to Brian again because I'm hopeful that I'll be there soon. <laughs> Have another one of these legendary cocktails, my friend. You keep your cocktail, brother. <laughs> What are you hopeful for coming up into this week, bro? Man, I am hopeful that people stop doubting themselves. Mm. They stop blocking their blessings. Okay. They put that plan into action to get that shit that they said they want that they need to get. Okay. Just like that. Putting everything out on the table, making yourself accountable. The more people you tend to tell about that kind of stuff, the more you kind of have to show up when that ticket gets called, man. So that's one of the things I always like to try to do. So I'm hopeful for that to happen too. And Brother Jones, much like you are hopeful for all of that, I hope that I can execute at that level coming into this week, man. I got a couple pitches coming across for some of the stuff that we've been doing in this bike life. And I really am hopeful that I get the chance to express myself to the fullest that I can. So previously on the Off The Strength Podcast, I was shooting a documentary last year before I got hit by this van. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of put a clip on this whole, you know, bike film festival, seeing where that's going to go. Just a little. So I'm trying to embrace the power of the pivot. And with that, took a little bit of a second. On the advice of my spiritual advisor, I injected some time into my equation. And with that time, I've been observing a lot of different things. And I want to put the observations into this execution that I'm coming in with this week. And I want to make sure that I bring the full squad to the table. Brother Jones, that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm hopeful that we get a chance to speak the way that we need to speak. Don't sound like you're trying to do it, brother. It sounds like you're doing it. Exactly, man. So there you go. So exactly. that that's not even going to be a hope. We're going to put that into fruition right there because that's already happening. Blessed it. And I'm going to tell you this real quick. The sun stays out a little bit longer. I feel like if we slowly inching into that territory of spring. The fact that Groundhog's Day is a thing and it's coming up. It's February 4th, by the way. I look. And... The fact that we still go by that as a barometer of when spring is going to come earlier or later is crazy to me. Do we still do that? Yes. Like, didn't Bill de Blasio kill like a groundhog one year <laughs> and we thought that that was not a thing to do anymore? Did that not happen? We watched him drop a small furry woodland creature on his um, neck. <laughs> I cannot comment on such a thing. But the fact that that was a thing is still problematic. It's like, yeah, we just going to pull this animal out of his hole yeah. and he's going to tell us what happens I know a big rat when I see it I'm not impressed by any of this you know I've been in long, New York long enough yeah I was about to say I know a New York rat a double hump rat is what he pulled out of there it was a rat that was big enough to be a small camel I understand what I saw and he dropped that thing on his neck we should not let him do this again we gotta keep these animals away from these people you know uh, again I'm gonna leave that to the people <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna comment on that I'm gonna let it be what it is brother Tone brother Jones you got anything else you wanna put on the people this week man stop listening to podcasts <laughs> <laughs> of people you don't know and you don't care about period let's just let's just put just that across right the there. board that's that's number one that's psa wash your hands there we go okay we're bringing that back i'm not even mad it was an oldie but a goodie i appreciate it these are solid information that was solid information right yeah, there yeah, yeah yeah wash your hands be wary of who you call friend make sure you do not use that as loosely as people are on the internet mm-hmm and last but not least, we have now uploaded videos to YouTube. And by we, I mean I. There we go. Take all the credit. <laughs> I have put the videos on YouTube. So you know what that means for you as a listener? If you've listened to the podcast this long, goddammit, that means you want to see it. Mm -hmm. So I need you to take your ass to YouTube and click off the strength clips. You're going to see the brick wall. You're going to see all the episodes. There's at least 12 of them up there. Maybe, for sure. Maybe 13. Got you it. can spend your whole day just seeing us 
on camera because it's a sight to see. Getting those gems too. It's a beautiful time. Uh, ain't really no gems in there just yet solely because it's clipped. It ain't the whole thing. It's just to tease the palette so you can see what we look like on your TV. Yeah. Live in color. I think we look pretty good on the big screen, man. I look good every goddamn day, but that's just me. I'm not, that's not for everybody else. That's that's just how I give it up. I appreciate it. You know it. what I mean? Even in the day when we might have had three interviews back to back and I might have changed the fit just slightly. <laughs> Slight three, change. Three different times, but know that I put that effort in there for you to watch. He did it off the strength, folks. That's exactly it. Off the strength. He's been painting this canvas for the longest time, so please go out to the YouTube page and appreciate this canvas. Much like we need you to appreciate us here now that we're recording at Newsstand Studio. You can visit us on Instagram at Rockefeller Center or on Twitter at Rock Center NYC. That's right, folks. If you got a show, you got to record. Come on down here. See the good people. And Brother Jones, I think that that's going to be it from this week. Yeah, yeah. Once again, it's been another fantastic episode of Off the Strength. I'm a trainer called Tony. K.R. Jones. Peace and much love to y'all out there. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Peace. What's good, everybody? I'm a trainer called Tony, and I am here from the infamous Off the Strength podcast asking you today, listeners, viewers, wherever you may be, to please like, listen, and subscribe to our podcast. This is how we're going to continue to be able to deliver you the best goddamn wellness information out here. So if you want to keep hearing this and you want us to keep growing, you are a part of this show just as much as anything else. So please go to offthestrength.com. Make sure you check out our blogs. Make sure you check us out on IG. And if you're hearing this voice and you didn't hit that subscribe button, know that Kyle is going to come looking for you. (laughs) You got that right. (laughs) 